Father, I am a sinner in need of your mercy and grace. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God who was born as a sinless man to die on the cross for my sins. I believe that he is risen from the dead. I repent of my sins and confess that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. I will not be ashamed. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Well, gospeled subscribers, paid and free, I hope that you are living by faith today. And you should now be able to reply to the subscription emails. And I will now get your messages. So if you reply to any of those emails, I did not get your message. I found out that this was turned off. And it was, in essence, a no reply email. And I found out recently when a brother in Christ asked me if I was offended. Because I did not reply to his email. And so I fixed that. I found the the settings, and now you should be able to reply to those emails. But you can also get a hold of me at gospilled at pm.me, which I prefer anyways. I would also like you to know my current platform breakdown. I use gab.com. That's my online headquarters. And that's where I post live notes that you hear in these episodes. That's where I get the discussion, those who comment, and, and I include some of those comments in these episodes as well. So if you want to follow these live notes, join me on Gab.com. My username is Christ Supremacy, at Christ Supremacy. Now I use Substack, which Gospel.com goes is redirected to, which is andrewhorville.substack.com. Dot com. This is where I post the audio podcast episodes. And this is also where I archive the live notes that I post on Gab. And that's for you supporters as a thank you. And further discussion and meditation and study. I use YouTube for live streaming. Our Christ First Hour on Sundays. I am also using YouTube the community tab feature to put the verse of the day. So if you want to assist my kingdom effort, engage that content. Put comments on there. Do thumbs up, all that good stuff. Because I spent many hours a day putting together some of this content and then pushing it out. So you can help in that manner. All I know is this, my friends, if you never speak of the kingdom, what makes you think you are a member of the kingdom? And the JW Kingdom Hall does not count. So my question is, do you have a Christian salvation testimony or do you not? If you do, I'd ask in a request, and that would be that you would place a brief testimony 
of your salvation in the comments of the featured video that I have on my YouTube page. And the reason why I want you to do that is because I live stream from this channel. It's the featured video. So when we get visitors, I would love for them to be able to read not only my brief testimony that's posted there in the comments, but yours as well. And I thank those who have already posted their very encouraging and beautiful testimonies. And you may say, well, I don't think that I have a Christian testimony right now. Well, that's what the video is for. So you will begin one today, my friend. Mike Ringer, he didn't post in the comments, but he did post in our discussion in our live notes this morning. He says, my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Jesus is the author of my salvation. I did not choose Christ. He chose me. I cannot lose my salvation. If I could, it would be a salvation by works. It is not what I did. It is what he has done. Praise be to Christ who is our propitiation, who became sin for us that are chosen. <laughs> Seems that Mike Ringer, our brother in Christ, gets it. So thank you for this testimony. Now we begin the book of Romans today in chapter 1. And this is a very important book because if you want to understand the state of America, you must understand Romans chapter 1. We read in verse 5 through 6, By whom you have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name, among whom are you also the called of Jesus Christ. So herein, we see that Mike Ringer gets the fact that we are called by God of Jesus Christ. Now, here are the key words in this in these two verses. Number one, grace. You did not deserve the gift of God. It's by grace that God has called us in Jesus Christ. And it's by this gift of faith that we receive it willingly in obedience knowing that we must repent of our sins. Then three, we see the call. God calls us to Jesus Christ. We do not call him. God finds us. We do not find him. And the question is concerning this faith that we read about today in verse 8. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. Now, my question is, is your faith spoken of anywhere, let alone the world? Is it spoken of even in your own family? I've got a couple more questions concerning truth and faith. Are you holding the truth by faith? And what are you doing with this faith and truth? Verse 18, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. You and I are without excuse, my friends, if we have the faith of God, the gift of God, the truth of God. You and I cannot look at creation and deny that there is a God. Neither can the lost man. The foolish assertion alone is elevating your thoughts to become your own God, which is the original lie and deception. Verse 20, for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, 
being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. We have no excuse, my friend, to share our testimony, to share our faith, to share the truth of God, especially with social media. All you have to do is post your testimony in Christ, even on a video that will be seen by many. As we, be, as we travel the country and we refer people to this channel and to gospel.com so that they can follow our journey. May they read your testimonies too and be encouraged, but all you got to do is share it. And most importantly, concerning this journey that we're going to be on and this channel and all these tools that God has given us, pray over these things with us, please. And I'm going to try to make your job the easy part. I'm going to try to put in the hard work to make these videos and to publish this content. And all I ask is that you pray and that you pray for us. Do you pray for the brethren? Or do you just lie in wait to false accuse the brethren? Because I'm here to tell you, we all get flat tires in this life. You can drive by, mock, point your finger, do what you will. But are you willing to stop and help change that tire and to pray for the brethren? Knowing that such were some of you. Verse 9, for God is my witness whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his son. That without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers. Rick P., and Gab says, who are the brethren? Not all who say, Lord, Lord, shall see the kingdom. He says, you shall know them. Make a judgment of them by their fruit. He says that he's enjoying my post. Lots of meat to dive into. Well, I appreciate the kind words, my brother. And we know that the brethren are the elect. And we, yes, we do know them by their fruits. But can we mistake some tears for wheat? Of course. And that is why we not only are commanded to pray for the brethren, we are commanded to pray for our neighbors and enemies as well. So keep up the good fight, my brother. I always value your wisdom and insight as with many more of you as I read your comments in our live notes each day. I also am encouraged by the interactions on the other platforms as well, even though it's a little smaller because I spend a little less time there. On TikTok, I'm, I am posting the verse of the day. And then I was blessed to see our brother in Christ, Eli Yoder, the ex-Amish truck driver preacher. My favorite ex-Amish truck driver preacher. He did a duet on TikTok. That's where you can do a side-by-side -side video. And he posted it to his TikTok account where he spends a lot of time. He's got hundreds of thousands of subscribers on TikTok. And he do it at this video. And I was blessed to see that. And if you're listening to this message, my brother, keep preaching. Because you encourage me by your steadfastness and your boldness. That you take your time and your breaks to preach the word of God. You're not ashamed to share your testimony. And I think it's wonderful. You're a man standing in the gap preaching the word. Uh, now, I, I'm also on Twitter. 
I mostly use this for info gathering with a static presence. I do have the salvation video and a couple other videos posted on there. And so I'll, I will reach out and tag people like Elon Musk and ask them if they know the Lord. And maybe they read it, maybe they do not. Now, as for fake book, at this point in my journey, I consider it to be Ichabod. So I am not investing time on that platform. Now, yesterday we read Leviticus 27. That was the last chapter of the book. And I was busy yesterday pushing out that prayer of salvation video. So I didn't do an episode. So we're covering two days in this episode, but it speaks of vows made to the service of the sanctuary in the form of personal service, physical goods, and money. And I'm here to tell you, my friends, I have vowed much to the sanctuary. As a matter of fact, the remainder of my days is vowed to the sanctuary, and I regret none of it. I get up every morning with a desire to preach the word of God. I could not stomach social media without preaching the word of God. We know that Matthew 6, 19 through 20 says, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. The love of my life, my wife, Lynn, she gets up every morning with the same desire. And speaking of this desire, she's going to be walking for a worthy cause. So if you want to support or sponsor her walk, I welcome you to do so. She had posted recently, hey, y'all, I'm Andrew's wife from Gospel, and I'm raising money again to support the Walk of Life, which is a pro-life organization helping women get godly counseling and support, which is helping to save babies' lives. She says, if God lays it upon your heart to donate to this cause, uh, to get a hold of us. She asked that you pray for this ministry. So if you felt led to sponsor her walk, just get a hold of us by email or replying to the Substack subscription email. Liz Thompson 505 says, this week, ACPC sending a check. Bless you both. Thank you, Liz Thompson. Thank you, sister in Christ. And thanks, CF, by the way. I just saw your recent decision to support Gospel with a monthly subscription. Now, I try to personally thank everyone who supports this work, either by a post on Gab and a return email or, or even on this podcast because my wife and I have blessed others in the past. Not that we were seeking to be thanked, but we, we didn't even get a, a nod. It was expected. It was like this arrogant attitude. And sometimes we got turned off by some of the people that we supported. And we're not looking for a thank you, but it sure is nice when people appreciate you thinking about them. So that's what I try to do. And if I fail in that area, I am sorry, very sorry. And I will be ashamed of myself if I figure it out or may or am made aware of such. Now, I'm a preacher and I preach. 
because that's what preachers do. We read in our last chapter of Acts 28-23 yesterday, and when they had appointed him a day, there came many to him into his lodging, to whom he expounded and testified the kingdom of God, persuading them concerning Jesus, both out of the law of Moses and out of the prophets from morning till evening. So when we go on this gospel-pilled road trip, that's exactly what I want to do, expound and testify concerning the kingdom of God. My Uncle Elmer, who led me to Christ, who lives in the Cleveland area, he's already got it on his plans that we're going to do some street preaching. Praise the Lord. Notice I said street preaching and not street panhandling. We know that charlatans grift because that's what charlatans do. So know the difference between preaching and panhandling. Because not even death could stop me from preaching. My testimony in Christ will continue to speak even after death. Verse 31, preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things which concern the Lord Jesus Christ with all confidence, no man forbidding him. You will not stop me. No one will stop me. The chains of men are not upon me, and that is why they hate me. And I say, repent or eat the chains. Verse 24, and some believed the things which were spoken, and some believed not. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, each day that I preach the word of God, this will always be so. I know this, but a seed's planted. A soul has been watered. Now, what concerns me is that I have witnessed many barbarians show more kindness to to their neighbors than many so-called Christians. This should not be so. Verse 2, and the barbarous people showed us no little kindness. For they kindled a fire and received us, every one, because of the present rain and because of the cold. It's a shame when a Christian does not live up to what we're called to be before this ungodly world. It is a shame when the barbarian who worships unknown gods are better Christian examples than the Christians themselves. Indian nationalist, this is our brother in Christ who lives in India. He asked me questions from time to time to get a Western perspective. He asked me another one yesterday as he referred me to a recent post of this. He says, I was speaking to a Hindu Tuva guy, a Hindu extremist, in parentheses, and on why he hated Christians. One of the main reasons he felt that Christians, especially here, or the reason why they hated them, was because they attacked and abused the pagan Hindu gods, like writing on the history of their gods, etc. He says that this Hindu extremist was fine with Christians explaining the Bible and even telling that Christ is the only way, but he wants missionaries to refrain from abusing Hindu gods. He says it's not morally right or a fair thing to do. He continues, he says, since this is a local problem in India, I want a Western perspective on this. When I say abuse, abuse Hindu gods, it's not just as simple as a social media comment or write-up like I do. Here, everything I say is just in my state, not in I believe he's saying general India or there are certain parts of India. He says there is a very focused and coordinated separate wing of missionary forces which do this work through media movies, books, Christian TV programs, news channels, etc. To the point, many, not all, secular Hindus to half agreed to these expose 
much to the annoyance of Hindu extremists. And I'm obliged to say none of them are lies. They are just detailed historical accounts from their books, but written in an angle to prove the falsehood and the degeneracy of their gods through their own scriptures. He says, so to sum it up, to spread the gospel, should it be fine to just say the gospel? Or in addition to this, we need to expose the falsehoods of the pagan gods here. Then he goes on, he says he asked this to his local church pastor. And he says that he seeks him on many things. If it's necessary to expose the falsehoods of the Hindu gods of the people that are currently being worshipped. And he basically says that if his, the pastor said that if they do not respond to these false gods or point out the error of their ways, they will just add Jesus to their pile of gods. He goes on to say that this pastor says that these people need to know what do-do they really are actually worshiping. And so he asks, I need your view on this brother. And so I replied and I told him Paul, Paul's example in his Mars Hill address in Acts 17 is a great lesson to address this because he addresses a false unknown God of the men of Athens, which was just one of many gods. He identified this God. He instructs these men of their ignorance and he tells them to repent all which was at the risk of his own life. And of course, we read throughout the Old Testament, the saints were instructed to boldly face the idols of the day, not only to face them, but to destroy them and to burn them. Now we breathe the fire of the word of God. We breathe the fire of the Holy Spirit as Paul did. You and I and Paul did not have the physical Christian forces able to physically destroy these idols. He destroyed them with the word of God. Hence, the Ephesians 6 spiritual war. So I happen to agree with the points that this Indian brother's pastor had made. Well, I'll tell you this, my friends. I am glad that Christians in India are getting fired up. And all I know is, well, you better take notes, America. Which brings me to the reprobate mind of America. Today's title of today's episode number 118. America knew God at one time. Then America took God for granted. Then America forgot God. Now America is a fool in the dark. Verses 21 through 22, Romans chapter 1, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. We read about this reprobate mind in this chapter that is controlled by Satan, and it does not exchange the truth completely for a lie. It changes it often subtly, into a lie. The reprobate mind changes the truth of God into a lie. In other words, they leave just enough truth, as small as it may be, to deceive. Otherwise, their lies would be too obvious, even though I consider them to be rather quite obvious, but not so much for others because they keep looking to billionaire saviors instead of Jesus Christ, the Lord, our true savior. 
Verse 25, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. Speaking of the creature, listen, I love animals. However, I do not love them more than the image bearers of God and most importantly, the God who created both the animals that we enjoy and his image bearers that we respect called humans and who we know to be male and female. Verse 23, and change the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. And I'm here to tell you, my friends, God is not your rabbit's foot. Take him out of your pocket. It's blasphemy. Amy Joe on Gab replies, those who are truly lost cannot see. When you are truly awake, the logic of truth is overwhelming and we become immune to lies. Loving the lost is hard but necessary. And when they come to see truth, it's a gift back to God. He doesn't need us, but designed us to worship and to save us. It's in our DNA. Thank you, God, that our purpose is in your design. Thank you, sister, for sharing that. And without this love that you speak of, our works in Christ are in vain. They are not the works of Christ. If we do these things without the Love of Christ. Andrew Torbon Gab says, I have literally everything I could ever want in life. A beautiful, healthy family, a safe home. My entire extended family and friends work with me and are taken care of. I want for nothing. I am blessed beyond measure. And this has always been about the cause for me, not power, money, or fame, he says. I'm going to continue to work diligently to build parallel systems for the glory of God because that is what God put, me, put me on earth to do. Notice, this brother loves his family. This brother loves his friends. And most importantly, this brother loves his God. And like I said over and over, Torba gets it. And that is why Gab.com is my headquarters. Another reason that Gab is my headquarters is because Torba speaks the truth today against a reprobate mind that's in America. He does it without fear. He does it with his name. He says, without free speech, you literally can't even name the enemy. If an enemy cannot be named, he cannot be defeated. Free speech is the first step of the path to total and complete victory for the glory of God. And I agree, my brother, the importance of being able to speak the word of God freely. Then I saw a reply yesterday by an anonymous account, and I will stress anonymous because he says, name the Jew, you cowards. I repeat, this is from an anonymous account. And I'll tell you this, I name all that is Antichrist to include these anonymous cowards. And my name is Andrew Horville. This boldness that I speak to you that's only found in the faith of Christ is not to be confused with modern snake handlers and provokers. You play with fire, you will get burnt with fire. However, when you are about your business, when I am about my business, it's possible for the viper to strike. But the Lord knows, and we are left to his mercy. We are left to his grace. As we read that Paul was under the same grace and mercy in verse 5, and he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. And I'm telling you, my friends, shake off the beast. The principle remains. 
for viper men. If they strike unprovoked, shake them off and move on. God help me to do so today. And I must remind myself to do this daily. I'm sure there's going to be a few viper strikes on our road trip here in June as we go to meet the brethren. But I thank God that we will travel under the mercy and grace of God. I thank God for your prayers, my friends. And I will thank God for every single one of you that we are able to meet. Acts 28, 14 through 15, where we found brethren and were desired to tarry with them seven days. So we went toward Rome. And from thence, when the brethren heard of us, they came to meet us as far as Epi Forum and the three taverns, whom when Paul saw, he thanked God and took courage. That is my goal, my friends, for the summer's gospel road trip. We read in Romans 1, 10 through 12 today, making request that by any means now at length I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come unto you, for I long to see you, that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end you may be established. That is, that I may be comforted together with you by the mutual faith both of you and me. And another goal while we're on the road is to pass out the gospel cards I ordered. And I have these pictured in our in my substack. So if you are a supporting subscriber, you should be able to see those no problem. I did have a brother who replied and wanted to pass out the cards. So I told him I ordered them from Vistaprint which was rather easy to use. So I gave him the file for the picture for the front of the card and then the text for the back of the card. And if you want to do the same, just get a hold of me, email me, and I will send you the same information or it's on the uh, Substack post for the notes for today, which I believe is number 117 notes. And you can order them directly yourself and you can customize the card however you see fit, but I'm glad that there are those who appreciate this work, gospel, podcast, and want others to hear it. John's 41 replies and says, it's a great card. Surely the pathway to salvation. Is there a plan to have immediate follow-up and or discipleship and or pastoral care? I have always seen this as a deficiency on the part of the body of Christ that we help along the newly converted stopped the tears from growing and choking them out. I agree, my brother. This truly is a deficiency. Unfortunately, I myself am but one man. And I cannot pastor half of the country that I will be traveling. But I will be happy to help anyone find a good local church. Or at the very least, give my initial thoughts based on the doctrinal stance of the local church. But the best way for me to disciple a large group of people beyond the handful that are in my direct discipleship is through the podcast, knowing that the Lord will lead those beyond my direct discipleship to those who can and will directly disciple them. So look around you, my friends. Do you know some of the word of God? Well, share it with those, and that's discipling your neighbor. And he says again, the cards look great. Be blessed, brother. Be blessed as well, my friend. Be blessed, knowing that we live in an Antichrist world. And Paul was not happy with this Antichrist world, nor the people who were Antichrist to include those who call themselves Jews. 
He was a Jew, but yet he sharply rebuked them to their face for rejecting Christ. Why? Because he loved them. And he was loyal to his physical lineage and people when speaking to Rome. And this is what family does. Even when there are black sheep in the family or not. Paul truly desired for his people and physical lineage to be saved. Verse 19 through 20. But when the Jews spake against it, I was constrained to appeal unto Caesar, not that I had ought to accuse my nation of, for this cause, therefore I have called for you to see you and to speak with you, because that for the hope of Israel, I am bound with this chain. Now you could talk smack about the Jews all day long, but my question to you, my friend, is, do you truly love them with a desire for them to be saved? Acts 28, 26-27, saying, Go unto this people and say, Hearing, you shall hear. And shall not understand. And seeing you shall see and not perceive. For the heart of this people is wax gross. And their ears are dull of hearing. And their eyes have they closed. Lest they should see with their eyes. And hear with their ears. And understand with their heart. And should be converted. And I should heal them. And this is hopefully. We have this even left here. In the reprobate mind of America. But here's the fact. The fact is. That the Son of God came into this world as the Son of Man through the vehicle of the seed of David, also known as the Jews. The Jews are the chosen vehicle vessel of God. It's for this specific purpose that they were chosen. They are not the chosen people of God without Christ. And unless your eyes are opened, unless your ears hear, you will not understand with your heart and be converted bringing us to verse 3 and 4, Roman, concerning his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh and declared to be the son of God with power, according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. The chosen people of God understand that Jesus Christ is the son of God. They understand his holiness and they understand that he has risen from the dead. And guess what? The chosen people of God are led by men of God. Men used to fight wars and lead their homes. We read in our scheduled reading this morning, Numbers 1, verses 2 through 4, Take you the sum of all the congregation of the children of Israel, after their families by the house of their fathers, with the number of their names, every male by their poles, from 20 years old and upward, all that are able to go forth to war in Israel. Thou and Aaron shall number them by their armies. With you there shall be a man of every tribe, every one head of house of his fathers. And today we live in a reprobate-minded America where men have surrendered their balls on leadership to women and trannies. All you have to do is listen to this episode a couple times and understand that if your church is not preaching the Bible, these things that I'm preaching today, this type of preaching, instead of your user-friendly sermonettes that are given by women and those who aspire to become women. And then you wonder why we are in a reprobate state. Oh, and by the way, I do not blame the women who have the boldness of Christ who fill in the gap for spiritually ballless men who have compromised with the world. Yet these women teach and preach the uncompromised truth of the word. Dinsmore Sheepskin says, yes, just not behind the pulpit. Not enough men being men, so women end up doing their job. Yes, sir. 
When the Baraks fail to do their job, God raises up Debras in their place. All I know is this, that the Spirit of God moves those who know where they're going, whether you be man or woman. And if you do not want to see God on the mountaintop, you will see him in the valley. Verse 5, Isaiah 22, For it is a day of trouble and of treading down and of perplexity by the Lord God of hosts in the valley of, of vision, breaking down the walls and of crying to the mountains. It is in this valley of vision that we will understand if we do not understand now that this nation has been delivered over to a reprobate mind. Verse 24, Wherefore God also gave them to the uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Now do you understand the gender body mutilation of our day? Stefano seems to. He says Satan enjoys defiling the human body made in God's image. Satan is genderless. He is trying to turn humans into his image. Now do you understand the lesbian? Verse 26, for this cause God gave them over up unto vile affections for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. By the way, these are the same lesbians you pleasure yourself with while viewing porn, O Christian men. And yes, all porn is gay. Now do you understand gay, the gay man in verse 27? And likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the women burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their ear which was meat. These are the same men you view naked while viewing porn, O Christian man. And I'll say it again, all porn is gay. Stefano understands this. He says watching even hetero porn can make you gay. Men should not look at naked men. That is why before all of this massive porn output, there was much less gays than there are now. The problem is, Stefano, this country is addicted. Addicted to porn and everything else that is antichrist. And they follow after these billionaire saviors, such as Elon Musk. Yesterday, he puts out, next I'm buying Coca-Cola to put the cocaine back in. What is the cocaine equivalent? In big tech, I'll tell you what it is, addiction. Addiction to what? Anything that keeps the dopamine at antichrist levels, that's what it is. And I'll tell you, these billionaire saviors, false messiahs, they speak and they do not speak just to speak. They have a purpose and a method behind their madness. And all I know is this, friends, we better get a method and we better get it now and it better be addicted to the word of God. Elon Musk posted yesterday with many other tweets. He says, for Twitter to deserve public trust, it must be politically neutral, which effectively means upsetting the far right and the far left equally. <laughs> well, listen, Elon, the Antichrist will be politically neutral. And yes, the far right and the far left will be equally upset when, the, when Jesus Christ, the Son of God, comes back to crush it all to include the Antichrist. This is what I get up every morning with the desire to preach. D here, our sister in Christ, encourages and says, you have a talent, 1 Peter 4.10. And I'm very happy you use your talent. By grace, God's grace, I will, my sister. 
Because if I don't, I think I just die. But I will not die. I will live now and I will live in life eternal because faith endures now and to the end. God has already won. Congress Paul, Congressman Paul Gosser had posted yesterday, eventually we will prevail. In the end, God wins. What do you mean eventually and in the end? God is from the beginning to the end. He's already won. We've already prevailed in Jesus Christ. Unlike the reprobate mind of America, verse 28 through 30. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents. Now, O Christian, I've got another question for you. Why do you entertain yourself with these things then? Why do you sit on your couch, Netflixing and chilling? Verse 32, who knowing the judgment of God, they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Do not buy their trash. Do not buy the net net trash. So if you want to understand the America of our day, my friends, you must understand Romans chapter 1. If you do not understand Romans 1 and the reprobate mind of America, you will keep idolizing your billionaire false messiahs and saviors. Isaiah 23, 9, today's reading, the Lord of hosts hath purposed it to stain the pride of all glory and to bring into contempt all the honorable of the earth. There was a post or a screenshot from Gab.com on Twitter from Robert Conquest, and it reads, any organization not explicitly right-wing sooner or later becomes left-wing The simplest way to explain the behavior of any bureaucratic organization is to assume that it is controlled by a cabal of its enemies. And my reply is this. Unless the right wing or the left wing or both of them become Christ wing, they will continue to be controlled by a cabal called Satan and his demons. And if you think for one moment that America is invincible, you might want to think again. Verse 11, Isaiah 23, he stretched out his hand over the sea. He shook the kingdoms. The Lord given a commandment against the merchant city to destroy the strongholds thereof. And I'm here to tell you, my friends, God is real. And so are his judgments. Verse 14, how you ships of Tarshish for your strength is laid waste. Psalm 117, O praise the Lord, all you nations. Praise him, all you people, for his merciful kindness is great towards us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord. Psalm 118, O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endureth forever. Let Israel now say that his mercy endureth forever. Let the house of Aaron now say that his mercy endureth forever. Let them now that fear the Lord say that his mercy endureth forever. I called upon the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a large place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? The Lord taketh my part with them that help me. Therefore shall I see my desire upon them that hate me. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. 
all nations compass me about, but in the name of the Lord will I destroy them. They compass me about, yea, they compass me about, but in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. They compass me about like bees. They are quenched as the fire of thorns. For in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. Thou hast thrust sore at me that I might fall, but the Lord help me. The Lord is my strength and song and has become my salvation. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tabernacle of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord doth valiantly. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord hath chastened me sore, but he hath not given me over unto death. Open to me the gates of righteousness. I will go into them. I will praise the Lord. This gate of the Lord into which the righteous shall enter. I will praise thee for thou hast heard me and art become my salvation. The stone which the builders refuse is become the head stone of the corner. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now, I beseech thee, O Lord, O Lord, I beseech thee, send now prosperity. Blessed be he that cometh in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you out of the house of the Lord. God is the Lord, which hath showed us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords, even unto the horns of the altar. Thou art my God, and I will praise thee. Thou art my God, I will exalt thee. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. I pray that this episode of Gospel was a blessing to you. And if you would like to become a team member of this Christ work, simply pray. Pray that God would use this podcast mightily for his glory. Share the episodes wherever you can and support with a subscription if you're able to do so. We are in this together, Christ friends. Keep up the good fight.